Welcome to the Raise the Roof in Arkansas podcast. I'm your host, Braden. And I'm your co-host, Hayden. All right, this past weekend, Arkansas baseball opened up their season with a series at home against the Illinois State Redbirds. They went on to drop game one, but ended up coming back in games two and three to win the series. So we'll just do a quick little run-through of all three games and then talk about the the series as a whole at the end. Well, the first game was a little slow. I don't think it was necessarily the start that fans wanted. But, I mean, that was probably due. Illinois State had some really good pitching to start the game. Um, and it's a bit of a crazy situation with the dude getting hit in the head and then and then having to leave. And then, they, But they still pitched good the rest of that first game. Yeah, we have to talk about the start by Connor Nolan. It's... Not the first inning he wanted, but he was good after that first inning. He uh, hit the second batter of the game, and then gave up back-to-back singles. The third one, or the second single, ended up scoring the hit batter, which you never want to see. And then he balked with the bases loaded to bring in the second run, which is difficult. What do you think? Or well, I guess Dave Van Horn said he thought he saw some nerves out of Nolan in that first inning. What do you think? I mean, he's probably nervous, right? Because, I mean, it's the first game of the year, and Connor's, he's the guy this year, or he needs to be one of the guys, and so he's, you know, it's probably, it's nerve-wracking. Yeah, Dave Van Horn said he's playing better than ever. In his freshman year... He played in the Super Regional, didn't he? Didn't he start one of the Super Regional games, or, fre- or regionals? Mm-hmm. He was, yeah. he has the freshman record for starts in the season. Yes. He started 19 games as a freshman, and then had a... He's had to battle some injuries through his sophomore and junior seasons and then was coming out of the bullpen mostly. But he ended his junior season on a high note. Right, right. As I remember at the beginning of last year, he did horrible, didn't he? And he had, yeah, he, once his shoulder got a little messed up, he kept pitching a little bit, wasn't doing very good. Then had his surgery, missed a month, Came back and had a bad start again, or a bad outing against LSU his first time back. But after that, he was good. It was smooth sailing from there. And then, yeah, game one, we have to talk about the top five hitters combined to go, I think, 0 for 17 in the first game. That's not good. <laughs> that is Compared to what we saw last year with how, how well we hit it, I mean, obviously it's a different team, but still... Over seventeen, I don't think any of us expected that. That's pretty awful, especially with how good this lineup is. I mean, you have a top fifty national crew, Peyton Stovall leading off. You have a um, sophomore in Caden Wallace, who's on the I think the preseason SEC All Second Team. You have a former top fifty recruit in Jace Borfin, the OU transfer. You have Robert Moore, who's a preseason All American. And then you have a graduate transfer catcher in Michael Turner, who is, I think, a career like 320 hitter. Which is, that's really good. So, 0 for 17 just kind of mm-hmm. doesn't really add up. But it's very bad. But is that, again, due to Illinois State's good pitching? I think part of that has to do. Yeah, that was their ace, of course, because it was opening day. Well, I mean, their starting pitcher only went an inning and a third because of the, injury, the line yeah. drive off of Brady Slavin's bat. They said it was 103 miles an hour off the bat. He took it right off the back of his head. Nate Thompson, the third base coach, said he thought the pitcher like got his glove up just in time to like take a little bit of the speed off. Mm-hmm. But 
Amazingly, he cleared concussion protocol. I don't know how he did that. Yeah, I think the Illinois State, they said, you know, thank you, Arkansas fans, for, you know, wishing prayers and everything. And he, he's okay, which is good. But you're 103 miles an hour. Those are always the scariest plays in baseball. Yeah, out of those um, top five batters, they did have three base runners. But Borfin and Turner both got hit by a pitch in the game. And then Robert Moore drew a walk. There's only three base runners between the top five hitters for the entire game. All right, let's go through a little rundown after the top of the first. Arkansas goes one, two, three. And then Connor Nolan comes back, starts out very good in the second inning. Two strikeouts to start the inning, gives up a single, and then gets a ground ball to end the inning. Second inning. Is well. That's when the injury happened. Robert Moore strikes out looking. Turner gets hit. Then Slavin's singles. So that puts runners on first and second after the um, after the line drive to the head, and they have to change pitchers. And then their new new pitcher, Colin Wyman, or Colin Wyman, he comes in, and gets a pop up to the behind the plate to the catcher to get two outs, and then Lenzilli gets a walk. So. Arkansas gets bases loaded, two outs in the second inning, but then can't pull through. That was the first beer hats of the year? Mm-hmm. Bottom of the second in the first game. <laughs> but, yeah, Zach Gregory was batting ninth that game and flew out to, I think it was pretty deep center field, but couldn't bring any runs in. That's still, even though it's two outs, like this team kind of built a reputation last year, like even on two outs, getting a hit. Yeah. In it, so. Game three, they scored, I think, all their runs with two outs. But we'll get to that when we yeah, get to game right, three. Right. All right. Then Nolan in the third inning gives up a single, but the guy tries to stretch it into a double for some reason. And then center field, which would have – that was – Gregory's playing center field in game one. He relayed it. That threw him out a second. So, no runner on, and then two strikeouts to end the inning. So, yeah, at that point, Connor Nolan is settled in. He had four strikeouts in the in two innings. Arkansas comes back, goes, has a 1-2-3 third inning and a 1-2-3 fourth inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after the first inning, though, Connor Nolan went, his, he finished up with five innings. The two runs in the first was only two runs he gave up and five strikeouts. Yeah, he, he definitely settled into the game. He looked much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he his second through fourth inning he looked really good. He gave up, let's see, he gave up over four innings. He gave up three hits, no runs, and then one walk. Mm-hmm. Struck out five. So that's a very good, solid four I, innings. I mean, I think that's a good sign. I think that, I think in the post game, DVH said he was pretty, pretty not like overly happy with his performance, but he was, he was. So he did a solid job. I feel it was like, a solid game. performance. Yeah. The first inning was rough, but he settled in. Right, right. And two runs over five innings, you'll take that from your starter. Yeah. And then bottom of the fifth, that's when Arkansas got going a little bit. But so they were still down one nothing at the time. Jalen Battles leads the inning off with a home run. I said yes. 432 feet. It went over the fans in the hog pin. 105 Oof. off the bat. But imagine that. That ball, battles hit 430 feet, was 105 off the bat. The ball the pitcher took to the head was 103. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that ball ricocheted from the pitcher's mound almost to the left fielder. It was a scary sight. And then two batters later, 
Gregory hit one opposite field, almost or barely got out, which gave Arkansas the two to one lead in the fifth inning. Which, I mean, if you're Arkansas, you're feeling good right there. Mm-hmm. You have two home runs in the inning, you have momentum. I mean, you're in the bullpen because of the because the injury did the starter, but you're halfway through the game with the lead. I mean, first few home runs of the years are always. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're right. Had the momentum at that point. And then next two batters, Stovall hits it hard but right to the second baseman, and then Wallace hits it to the track in right center field. And then center fielder is able to track it down right at the wall. Those are always so frustrating. Yeah. Mm. David yeah. Horn said any most days that ball is a home run, but the wind was going in from coming in toward from right to left field, which knocked it down. Mm-hmm. That would have been three home runs in the inning. I don't – that could have broken Illinois State. I don't – maybe not, but it could have. I mean, three home runs, I mean, that gets – I mean, that's, that, that gets the other team rattled. And then uh, sixth inning, Arkansas brings in Cole Ramage, who had a six seven five ERA last year, but he looked good this weekend. He looked real good. He was one two three in the sixth inning. And then let's see, what did Arkansas do in that inning? Hit by pitch and a walk to start the inning. And then a backward strike, or a strikeout looking. Slavin grounded to the first baseman, and then battle strikes out swinging. So, yeah, they got runners to second and third in the inning but can't do anything with it. Raymond comes back out for his second inning of work. He gets the first two out. Ground ball to the pitcher, ground ball to third. So, it's, he's looking good. He's five five up, five down on ten pitches. He had the first two outs of the inning on two pitches. And then he starts to fall apart. Mm-hmm. The Their leadoff batter comes up. He singles. And then... They're one of their better players, Aiden Huggins, who's playing left field. He, RBI double, ties the game up at two. Mm-hmm. And then there's a walk, but then McCosh, right, or grounds out to the inning. So that's, we're at the stretch, tied at two. You're still number two Arkansas, should be feeling good at that point. Yeah, definitely. Then bottom seven, starts off with a leadoff single, and then three quick outs. So... Arkansas got a lot of guys, got a few guys on base. Not They only had four hits in the game, but they got people on base and couldn't bring them home. And then eighth inning, they lead off walk. That's never good. Strikeout. Chain, Arkansas changes to Zibion Vermillion at that point, and he gets two quick outs. Ends the inning on a caught looking. Bottom eight, Arkansas. Well, eighth and ninth inning, the Razorbacks went 0 for 6. Mm. Which can't happen. Yeah, oh. 0 for 6 with three strikeouts to in the game. Well, actually, they ended the game on 0 for 9. Lanzilli let off the seventh inning with a single, and then the Nothing. next nine batters all got out. Nothing after that. Nothing mm-hmm. after that. So, yeah. And then... Oh, I'm sorry. The seventh inning is when Illinois State took a three to two lead. I'm sorry, I forgot. It was two to two after the home runs, not Arkansas leading. But still halfway through the game, Arkansas tied up two. You you should be feeling good because you you're home mm-hmm. and you're the number two team in the country. You should be able to. You shouldn't go for zero for nine from after after he gets that hit onwards to end the game. That, right. that, that's yeah. just bad. Arkansas last year, early on in the year, they were playing these power. Or, 
my group of five conference major teams, teams, yeah, and they were coming back late in the game. This game, they just they couldn't just, do it. Yeah. So yeah, the the RBI double from Huggins in the seventh inning gave them the three to two lead, and Arkansas getting the nine, last nine batters of the game getting out cost them. So that's how that's what happened in game one. Yeah, we had Nolan go five innings, give up two runs, both in the first. He did good. I do want to talk about one play in the ninth inning. There was Gabriel Starks was in the pitch at the time, and let's see. There was runners on mm. second mm-hmm. and third, and wild pitch. Michael Turner makes a great play to keep Arkansas in the game in the ninth inning. Slides back, gets the ball quick, and they nab the runner trying to steal home on the wild pitch. And he runs into into Starks in the process, right? <laughs> yeah, Starks kind of cuts right under front in front of him. Yeah, Starks was basically laying on the base, walking it off. But I mean, he got the. I mean, because if you don't get that, and they get the insurance runs, yeah. it's pretty much over. That so game, there is a extra chance. They down one, bottom of the ninth, with Slavin's battles and Lenzilli coming up to hit. So last year, I don't know. They probably would have won that game the way they hit in the eighth and ninth inning. I think that's what most of us expected. It just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the the pitching from Illinois State was really good because after their first two pitchers, they combined for five innings. The last four innings, Arkansas had one hit, no runs, and six strikeouts in the last four innings of the game. All right. So, yeah, rough first game. We can move on to the second game now, which was a lot better. Second game was Robert Moore had a day. We'll talk about. We'll just go a little bit quicker through this one because it was on the same day as Tennessee. I don't think. I think a lot of people were kind of focused on the basketball game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bottom of the second. Oh well, we got to talk about Hagen Smith. Hagen Smith, true freshman, top 100 national recruit, number one left-handed pitcher out of Texas. He got the start, which is big for a true freshman to start on the opening weekend. But he he looked great. I think we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna use him quite a bit this year. I mean, oh. we're gonna need him. <laughs> yeah. Well, before we even talk about the game, we'll just go, I'll go through Hagen Smith's stat line. Went six innings, gave up no runs on five hits, only one walk, which is big for a freshman, and mm-hmm. struck out five. He had a streak from the what, third out in the first inning to the, in the second and third or the first and second outs in the second inning. So that's three consecutive batters he faced, all struck out looking. That's big from a freshman. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, big from anyone. That's a really good sign for things to come. Mm-hmm. All right, going through the offense in the game, bottom of the second inning, Robert Moore, he gets his first home run of the game, puts Arkansas up one. Then the top of the third inning, one out, bases loaded, and Hagen Smith is able to get out of it. How big is that from a freshman pitcher? I mean, bases loaded. That any no matter who you are as a pitcher, bases loaded is always going to rattle you. And if it, and let alone if there's you still got to get two outs. That is just. I know DVH is you know praising Hagen Smith in the off season and a lot of other fans, but I I really saw why. I mean he he's going to get a lot of starts this year. And I mean it's just it's another thing that's just a, such a good sign. It, I mean. I, it's got to be one of the hardest things as a pitcher when the bases are loaded. It's just, 
I mean, yeah. mentally, it's like a mental block. Like you have to be, how am I going to get out of this? And With one out, like, you don't even need yeah. a hit to bring in a run. Right. But yeah, he gets out of it. He, I'm pretty sure he gets a couple. And one walk, as you said, that's, I mean, that's huge too. Yeah, one walk over six innings for a true freshman. That was one thing that the pitching coach, Matt Hobbs, noted over the like fall and spring practices was a lack of walks, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Which is important for this series because looking at Illinois State's numbers last year, they don't walk very many batters. They throw a lot of strikes. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so gets out of that bases loaded jam in the third. And then part of a – he had to get out of a lot of trouble. First two innings he went six up, six down, but had to get out of some traffic in the later innings of his start. Yeah, gave up three singles in the inning, but gets a, a pop-up to very shallow right field. It's too shallow for them to bring in a run. And then, yeah, then ground ball up the middle, which Battles was able to field and then just step on second for the third round. Jalen Battles played some really good defense. He made a lot of really good plays over the weekend. He had that one really good play in Sunday's game, didn't he? Yeah, the the backhand, and then he threw a dart right at first. Mm-hmm. A couple of his throws were wild, but Peyton Stovall, another true freshman, who's not even a first baseman, he played middle infield in high school. He played some really good defense at first. I think Peyton Stovall was a big get because weren't we afraid that he was going to go to the draft, that he was going to skip? Well, yeah, yeah he was concerned that he was not even going to come here, right? Yeah, he, he, was, he good was enough, right, the to top go ranked recruit that came to campus. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, that, that was big because – I don't say out of top fifty national recruits, probably like ten, maybe fifteen, actually go to college. The rest of them go pro, and he was in the thirty-seven, maybe somewhere in there. He's top mm-hmm. fifty, so getting him to campus is big for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the best weekend, but we'll talk about that later. He had a big Sunday. Once he broke through, he kind of looked like he settled in for the rest of the game. But then back to Saturday's game, bottom of the third. Battles is able to single. Leads off the inning with a single. Stovall comes up. Four-pitch walk, which is big for him. He had a good weekend. And then Caden Wallace gets a RBI single. Brings in Battles. Puts Arkansas up 2-0. And then Arkansas isn't able to bring in any more runs after that. Because after the single, they still have two on with no outs, but can't bring in a third run. Which, you like to get the one run, but... In that situation, it would be nice to get a little more. Mm-hmm. And you skip forward to the bottom of the fifth. Robert Moore gets a – or Wallace leads off the inning with a double, followed by Braden Webb getting a walk, and then Robert Moore bringing both of them home on a double. RBI – two RBI double. That puts Arkansas up 4-0 in the fifth inning. That's, that's a big four-run lead for the number two team in the country halfway through the game. That's – that's we'll hard take to that. for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one out, two RBI double for Moore, which made them change pitchers. They changed pitchers after that. And then you get a wall from Slavin, so then you another two-on, one-out situation, and then they fail to bring in another run. Mm-hmm. But four-run lead in the fifth will take it for how the series went. And then, let's see, bottom of the eighth, Arkansas brings in their fifth run, which – this is their pitchers let this one happen. This was we didn't really earn this run. This their pitchers gave us this run. Lanzilli gets hit by the pitch, then moves to second base on a a wild pickoff attempt that goes in out into right field that gets into second, 
and then Turner comes up, hits an RBI double, that scores him. So yeah, they, they, I mean the double was earned, but getting the run over to second, that was a total gift from Illinois State to get that last insurance run. At this point, I'm thinking they're gonna get the shutout after eight innings up 5-0, but, and then Heston Toll pitching, who had a really good 2021, so I didn't think they would be able to score on But two outs in the ninth, they finally broke through. They had no one no one on with two outs in the ninth. Then Cole gets a walk. Runner moves up to second. And then RBI single with two outs in the ninth to in to break up the shutout. Well, I thought they would keep the shutout going, but... It's not like a horrible thing. It's just kind of a little frustration, but it's... Yeah. You always want to shut out, but... Yeah, I was covering that game. I already had shutout written in. Maybe I jinxed it. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Another thing, uh, Mark Adamiak, he came in the, I think the top of the seventh. He came in right after Hagen Smith, so I think he was the top of the seventh. He got into a bit of a jam. Yeah. He had a single, a fly out, and a double, so a second and third, one out for Illinois State, and Adamiak ends the inning on two strikeouts. That's big. For a guy that didn't get to hasn't pitched much in Arkansas, mm-hmm. to come in and get out of a jam like that. That's another good sign. This year we're gonna need. Mm-hmm. There's a not much experience in the bullpen this year. I think it was like over sixty percent of our innings pitched last year has went to the graduated or went to the draft. A lot of young faces. Yeah, a lot of freshmen that have a lot of talent. So hopefully they'll be able to come through. And a lot of guys that have been here but haven't pitched much in game. And then Evan Taylor came in. He pitched to McCaw, lefty on lefty matchup, got the one strikeout, and then came out for Toll, who was able to close the game out. So game two, a lot better than game one. Got the bats going a little bit, got five runs on the board, which in opening weekend for five runs being the highest scoring game is not exactly what you want. But you can, you'll have to take the wins where you can get them. Yeah, only 11 runs over the weekend for Arkansas. Then we go to game three. Jackson Wiggins and Cole Ramage combined to go all nine innings, which was big. Really good. <laughs> yeah, Cole Ramage, four innings out of the pin, which was surprising. I'm was really big. liking the way Ramage started started the season. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean he's pretty much that's our oldest guy on the team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's a six-year. Six yeah. I'm pretty sure just like Coffs was last year. I'd be it. <laughs> I don't know, NCAA might do something if another 60 year wins a golden glove or, I mean, a golden, golden spikes. spikes. Yeah. Yeah. If, <laughs> if Rimmage is able to come in with a 09 ERA, 20 saves, whatever he does, yeah, NCAA might put in some rules against 60 years. <laughs> or they might keep him around, keep some star power in the game. I don't know. But yeah, Cole Rimmage is. His numbers might not look as good as he's pitched because, like I said in the in, on Friday, first five batters he faced, all outs, only ten pitches, and then he kind of fell apart a little bit. But mm-hmm. this game went four innings. He gave up one run, but That's that was okay. it was a solo homer that just barely even got out. I I was sure watching enough. it and I didn't even think it went out. I didn't know it was a home run until I saw Lenzilli stop chasing it. If that was game one, it probably wasn't going out. <laughs> yeah. Game one, well, he hit it to left, and the wind was going from right to left, so maybe. It could have possibly. Game three, the wind was coming in, so. But, yeah, it was 
Very surprising that ball got out to me. Like, because that Gregory's home running game one barely got out, and that, and it was even deeper than that one. Yeah, we'll go through here a little bit. Jackson Wiggins, five five innings, which is career high. I don't think he's gone past three innings before this game. And then only one run. He had to work out of a lot of jams. One run, five innings, two walks, five strikeouts. It seemed like last year he had to get a lot of, out of a lot of jams too. I feel, I feel like that was a theme yeah. from last year. He was he looked dominant in non-conference because he can throw 97, which I think is what he topped out at in this game. He's got yeah. some heat. Mm -hmm. He's still mm -hmm. in 97. A lot of non-SEC or non like SEC teams, they're not going to see much 97. No. So, yeah, he looked dominant in conference, a little less dominant, but still pretty good in conference games. He had a hiccup. Yeah, he had a few hiccups here and there. All right. Let's see. First inning, they got a runner to third on him, but he ended the inning with two strikeouts. Goes through the second inning, back-to-back -back walks to lead off the inning, and then a RBI fielder's choice to bring in the first run of the game. First run for them. Yeah, first run of the game. So, right there you could think, he's getting tired, got to take out him because he's not used to going long. But he bounces back pretty good. Gets a fly ball and a ground ball, ends the inning. Limits the damage to one run after back-to-back leadoff singles. Third inning goes through. Gives up a double and then a walk with two outs. Balks, so they move over to second and third, but gets a strikeout looking in the inning, get out of the gym. Oh, yeah, I mean, balks are always bad, but as long as you get out of the inning, nothing, yeah. no harm. I mean, thankfully, there was only, there was already two outs at the time when he moved him over to second and third. But yeah, strikeout looking to end the inning, that's always a confidence booster for your pitcher. To just be able to fool the hitter going into the dugout. That always feels nice. And then he comes back out for the fourth inning, gets himself into another jam, leadoff double and a walk, puts two on, two on with no outs. Then he's able to get some weak contact. He gets a pop-up to turn, or Leach was catching at the time. Pop-up to Leach behind the plate. Fly out to right field, which was not deep enough to move the runners over. And then a strikeout to that inning as well. So that's... Three straight innings, where he's, or I guess all four innings, he's had to get out of a jam. Then he comes in. His only one, two, three inning was the fifth inning. Jalen Battles makes two nice plays, and he gets a strikeout. So he ended the outing on a high note, getting a one, two, three inning to end his one, night. One, two, three is always. Then we'll go. I'll just go through Cole Ramage's four innings. First inning, he comes in. Three batters, three strikeouts. Ends the inning on a, on a caught looking. He's looking great at that point. And then second inning, he comes through. Ground out to Battles. Battles had a busy night on Sunday. Another strikeout looking. Then he hits a batter. But he makes up for it by getting a ground ball to Moore, who just tosses it over to Battles in the inning. So at that point, he's faced seven batters. No one's hit the ball. Well, I mean, no one's got a hit. One hit batter, but you'll live with it. Then... Sir Mac, who we'll talk about later, had a really big, who had a really good weekend for them. Hits a home run, and then yeah, he gets a home run to lead off the inning. And then the next, and then Ramage gets the next three out, ends the inning on a strikeout again. And then ninth inning, he gives up a single, but ends the game on a well, four batters gives up the one single, but no damage it's done. Not too bad. I mean, that's 
You take away the one pitch to hit the home run, and he goes four shutout innings out of the pen. I think it's a solid weekend because last year you talked about how bad his um, his ERA was. Yeah, six seventy five. I mean, he's this year he's gone five and two thirds combined, he's given up two runs. I'm not sure of the math off the top of my head, but I'll take that weekend from Core Image. I will too. I mean, this team. I'm telling you, they're gonna need him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a veteran presence, and his his off speed looked really good. He's getting a lot of swings and misses at some changeups. And he's been the two college World Series, so yeah, he has a lot of experience. Whether he was pitching in those big situations or not, yeah, yeah, his freshman year he looked like he was going to be a really big guy. Was his freshman year was that eighteen? When they went that would have been eighteen, yeah, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one. Or was it no seventeen? 17 I guess yeah, seventeen, yeah. So yeah, but yeah, he looked he looked really good coming into the year, and it was a shame he was struggling so much. All right, we'll just let's talk about the offense in game three real quick. First inning triple for Caden Wallace, only triple of the weekend. No, nothing comes of it. And then Slavens leads off the second inning with a walk, and then Arisaw hits into a double play, so nothing comes of that. Third inning, Stovall gets his first career hit. How big do you think that was for him? I mean, I'm third, just like with, uh, I mean, it's like we talked about. Your first game, nerves. That's huge. At the time, he was 0 for 9 on the weekend, and he gets a... He needed, he a needed something. Double. He had to give himself something yeah. to give him confidence for this yeah. upcoming he said, series. He said in his post-game, he felt like he was chasing hits rather than letting them come to him. And then third game, he settled in. And then, yeah, he said he started... He felt he felt more comfortable in the box and let the hits come to him instead of going out and chasing a hit. He looked a lot more comfortable after that. He got a hit in his next at-bat as well. We'll go to the fourth inning. Moore leads the inning off with a double. Moore had a terrific weekend. Lanzilli hits the ball hard, but right to the first baseman. Slavens comes in. He gets a single. And then Webb strikes out. Webb had a, a rough weekend at the plate. But he, he looked good swing, but he'll have to, he just needs to work on making some contact. Then Gregory. Gregory had a good weekend. He RBI single scores more, which would I would tie the game up at one in the fourth. Fifth inning, big inning. Bats woke up in the fourth, so that the fifth inning could be huge. Let's see. Stovall gets his second hit, single. It comes around to score later on. This is where one of the reasons, one of the areas where Illinois State messed up. Two outs. Man on. They intentionally walk Robert Moore to get to Chris Lanzilli at the plate. But Lanzilli makes him pay for it. RBI single brings in Stovall. And then next batter, Brady Slavens. RBI single brings in Moore, who they intentionally walked. So had they pitched to Moore, no guarantee they get him out. But that could have ended the inning, no damage done. But they intentionally walk him and give up two runs in the inning. So that was a mistake on their part. Or probably the biggest inning of the series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if they the two home run inning could have been had they done something after that. But yeah, this looks like really where the bats started to uh, were were awake. And the web gets a walk, bases loaded, two outs, but can't do anything with that. Sixth inning gets a battles gets a leadoff walk, but nothing comes of it. Seventh inning, Moore looks like he has a double, but he kind of popped off a second base on his slide, gets tagged out. So they call it a single, and then thrown out a second. 
which he might have been able to score had he not popped off the bat because Slavin's two batters later gets his third hit of the game. So, but no damage done. Bottom of the eighth, though, I think, let's see, bottom of the eighth, the game would have been tied at, yeah, tied at two, bottom of the eighth. And then Gregory gets a leadoff walk, moves up to second on a wild pitch, and Jalen Battles gets a RBI double, brings him home, gives Arkansas the decisive 3-2 to two advantage. And then, yeah, then nothing else comes of the inning, but yeah, Battles gets that decisive game-winning RBI. What did you think of Battles' game? He had two hits. We had, I think, four players had multiple hits in that game. I think we knew Battles was going to have a good series, and I think it's just, he's picking off right where he left yeah. off. Dave Van Horn said he looked better than ever coming into the, this season, even though he didn't even play in fall because of his um, shoulder surgery. Yeah, and then yeah he, he looked fresh from that shoulder surgery. Does not. Yeah, his defense was crisp, and he hit. Let's see, what do you go for the weekend? I think four, four for eleven. Yeah, four for eleven. He had two RBIs, had the home run. Yeah, I think four four guys had multiple hits on Sunday. Stovall had two hits. Moore had two hits. Slavens had three hits. And then Battles had two hits as well. They only put pushed across um guess was it no was it four runs? Yeah, four two. So they were up three to two and battles pushed off across the fourth run. My fault, my fault. But yeah. They had twelve hits in the game, so you would have thought they would have had more than um four runs. But Illinois State, just as Arkansas did, pitched out of a lot of jams. So looking at weekend stats, we had I'll just go through the whole lineup real quick. Freshman Payne Stovall was two for thirteen. Started 0 for nine, but got two hits on Sunday. He had a walk and a run scored. Yeah. Two for five on Sunday with a double and a run. We'll take that. He was a true freshman. This will give him a chance to settle in going into a, a big weekend. Cade Wallace was 3 for 12 on the weekend. with He had a double and a triple over the weekend, though. So a couple bit extra base hits for him. That should get him going. Moore had a big weekend, especially on um, Saturday and Sunday. Ended up 4 for 11 after an 0 for 3 start. He had two walks as well. Excuse me. Yeah, three, three runs scored, three RBIs, and a home run. Big weekend for Robert Moore. I, I can comfortably say he was Arkansas's MVP of the weekend. Chris Lanzilli went three for ten with a walk and a hit by pitch. He had one RBI. He was one of two players that had a hit in all three games over the weekend, him and Jalen Battles. And then Brady Slavens went four for ten with two walks. That gives him a 500 on base to start the year and one RBI. Yeah, 0 for 3 with a walk on Saturday, but came back on Sunday with 3 for 3 with a walk and an RBI. Braden Webb didn't play on um, Friday, went 0 for 6 on Saturday and Sunday, drew a walk in each game and scored a run on Saturday. So, but he's, he's a glovey one in the field, so no problem keeping him in there to me. Gregory had a good weekend. He had a couple, two RBIs. Both of them were pretty big at the time. One home run on coming on Friday. And overall, two for six with a walk. Two runs scored, two RBIs, and a home run. We'll take that from team captain Zach Gregory. And then Jalen Battles. Four out of 11, a walk, two runs scored, two RBIs, and a home run for the weekend. 
As I said, he's one of two players with a hit in all three games. Gregory had a hit in the two games he played, in each of the two games he played in, but he didn't play on Saturday. But yeah, battles, home run on Friday, hit a single walk and a run scored on Saturday, double single RBI on Sunday. So he looked good in all three games. And as I said, he had multiple highlight reel plays over the weekend. Jalen Battles was, was one of the better players on the team this weekend. And we had graduate transfer Michael Turner come in. He went two for eight, had a hit by pitch, had an RBI on on um on Saturday. Came in in relief of Dylan Leach on Sunday. Went 0 for 1 and does 1 at bat. Then then we have Dylan Leach who only played on Sunday. Went 0 for 3 or 2 strikeouts. So him and Turner both look good behind the plate. I thought their defense looked good. Both of the I mean the pitching was good, so you got to credit the catcher with that at least partially. And then as I talked about the play Turner made earlier, he looked good. And then Jace Borfin, I'm expecting a little bit better from him. He didn't play on Sunday, but David Horn said he'll be back in the lineup on Friday. Went 0 for 7 with a hit by pitch over the weekend. Not great, but you got to take what you can with him. And then hopefully he settles in going forward. And then highlight a couple guys for Illinois State who had good weekends. Or one guy who had a good weekend. One guy who didn't have the weekend he probably should have. Ryan Cermak hitting third for them. He ended up going 5 for 11. Getting a home run and a double on Sunday. Yeah. He, he was a thorn in the side. One of few thorns in the side of the pitching staff over the weekend. Did a good job of controlling him on Saturday, though. And Patrick McCaw, their cleanup hitter, went 367 in 2021. Arkansas was able to limit him to 2 for 12 with a walk. He did get the RBI single in the first inning of the first game. But good job limiting him after that. So overall this weekend, I thought Arkansas looked pretty good. Two out of Three, you would like to have a sweep on opening weekend. First time in, I think, nine years that they hadn't swept opening weekend. Yeah, um, we would like to see the sweep, but Illinois State's a good squad. Illinois State came in and got a win in Fayetteville two years ago as well. So they had a lot of experienced starters. They're not the deepest team, but their starters have a lot of experience, a lot of sophomores, juniors, and seniors in the starting lineup and on the pitching staff. It seemed like most of the guys they threw were their more experienced guys as well. So they 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 know how to win in rough environments as well. I think they came in and won a game in Vanderbilt last season. So they know how to pick up some good wins. But overall, starting pitching looked good. Connor Nolan, five strong innings. Higgins Smith looked six shutout innings for the freshman, which is huge. Wiggins, run, one run over five innings. So yeah, all three starts looked good. Being able to limit damage and, and some traffic. And then, going forward, Arkansas has to go to Round Rock for the Carbach, Carbach Round Rock Classic, facing off against Indiana, number six Stanford, and Louisiana over the weekend. So that's big weekend coming up. They're gonna have to focus. They have to move forward from the Illinois State series, no matter how frustrating it was at the plate. 
bats started to come alive, even though they weren't getting the run support that the uh, hits showed they should have gotten on, especially on Sunday. But yeah, Arkansas has to move forward, take take what they can, take the positives, and learn from the negatives going into this weekend because it's a big weekend coming up for them. Last year they were able to go into the Globe Life Park, I think, and then sweep three games against three very solid teams. Hopefully they can do that again. If the pitching keeps up and then the hitters are able to settle in and hit like everyone knows they can, then they should be fine over the weekend. All right, this has been Raise the Roof in Arkansas podcast. Well, Arkansas over the weekend, 4 o'clock pitch for all Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, starting off with Indiana. Thank you.